I am so excited to be resharing a podcast that I dropped in 2018. It's called 10 Life Lessons from My Dog Dodger. It's one of the most listened to episodes I've ever done. Dodger came into my life, oh, nine and a half years ago. I literally was in a transition from going to be, I was divorced or getting divorced and kind of lonely and I needed a partner. I knew I wanted a dog, but I hadn't done a lot of research, but my buddy had texted me and said, hey, we're at this charity auction. There's plenty of food and beer. Would you like to come hang out? I'm like, sure. So I go and, and I have this long list, probably three, four, five pages of auction items from trips and vacations and spa treatments. And all of a sudden, I, I don't know, the second or third page, it says, pick up the litter. And there's this picture of probably eight, nine or 10 Border Collie Australian Shepherds, all super cute. It had vet care, it had dog training, it had toys, it had spay and neuter, it had all the things basically for you to love and take care of a pet. And, you know, they start the bidding and it starts at 200 bucks. I'm like, that's not too bad for all you're going to get. I don't bid. I just kind of watch and listen. By the time it was done, it was probably 1800 to $2,000. Like, I know it's for charity, but I'm not spending that much money. And they hit the gavel and it gets sold. Well, then the auction continues. And the gentleman that had won the auction re-gifted it, meaning he just basically made a couple thousand dollar donation. The, the auction's over. And I walk up to the auctioneer and I said, hey, if the dog pick of the litter is still available at 200 bucks, I'd love to do that. So he goes to the back, comes out. The woman who I find out later is the breeder comes and asks me a ton of questions. And she says, absolutely, we'll take $200. I eventually go... And I go to meet the dog and, and the dogs are about four weeks old. I'm like, I realize I've never, ever picked out a dog before. And she said, my dad did go back. My dad used to pick him out. The kids used to pick him out. My sisters used to pick him out. They'd go to the store and randomly come home with a pet. So she said, sit down and the dog will pick you. And that day Dodger sat in my lap. And today I'm going to share a story how I have learned life lessons from my dog Dodger. Listen in, take heed. Because sometimes silence speaks louder than words. Wake up and be amazing. Grab your Daily Danish. I'm Trainer Dane, and creating the life you love is perfectly within your reach. By truly embracing yourself, experience life for the first time again, you're able to embrace life with excitement, gratitude, and positivity. What are your favorite things about your life? What do you need to do in order to make your days Weeks, months, and years complete. Think about the last time you experienced life for the first time. Imagine how it might feel to dive into life and pursue your true potential. When you turn positivity into possibility, it's absolutely possible. So join me, Trainer Dane, as I empower women of the Gen X generation to live life with purpose, passion, grow strong, and age with awesomeness. Welcome to episode three of Think and Be Fit, 10 Life Lessons for My Dog Dodger. So I'm sitting here this morning like I do most mornings. The sun hasn't risen. I have a hot cup of coffee. and My trusty friend Dodger is lying by my feet, panting, holding her ball, waiting for me to throw it. We're going to take just a few minutes, and we'll continue to play ball with Dodger soon. But each morning we get up, we start the day together, we sit in a moment of silence, as she pants and gets ready to go. As a Border Collie Australian Shepherd, she is and has tons of energy, as do I. 
But on our walks and our morning walks, it's usually pretty quiet. The world hasn't woken up yet. We feel the heat, the warmth, the humidity, the cold on her fur, I guess, and my skin and my bald head. And over the last, oh, Dodger's five years old now, five years of walking Dodger, running with Dodger, traveling with Dodger, she has taught me many, many lessons. Today, I want to share those lessons with you because I hope you have realized and learned in the first couple episodes of Think and Be Fit that while, yes, I have a graduate degree in exercise science, yes, fitness is my full-time job, I truly believe it all starts with our thoughts, who we are, what we are, what we want to be, how we want to get there. Are we willing to sacrifice? Are we willing to do the hard things? Are you going to constantly remind yourself that you're meant to do hard things? And can we learn a little bit from man's best friend, my trusty pup, Dodger? The nonverbal communication that Dodger shouts out to the world each and every day is just pure joy. And one of the first lessons that I believe Dodger has taught me and enlightened me is always be glad the day has come. Think about that. It really relates to the rules of Danish. The rules of Danish, I'll say, every day is a great day. Well, you know, Dodger lives that every single day. As I get up in the morning and Dodger sleeps in her kennel. She's been kennel trained since she's a pup. It's her sanctuary. It's her quiet place when the world is a little bit too noisy for her. But I open up the door I turn on the light, she pops up, tongue hanging out, eyes staring at me, and as soon as I open that little gate, boom, she hits it hard, she waits for me to open the next door, open the next door, and heads outside, chases the birds, takes care of her business, runs around the backyard. If I've already got the ball or she left the ball out back, she's ready to go. She's not ready to wait. She is ready to rock and roll, conquer the day. She's here to remind me remind you that always be glad the day has come. When the day comes, it's a new opportunity to do great things, change the world, change yourself, see the sun, feel the sun, feel the rain. It's just an amazing moment in time. And to go along with the rules of Danish, you're never guaranteed another day. So be glad the day has come. Looking over and Dodger's laying on her bed, has her ball and Her toy alligator, which is supposed to be an industrial strength, non-tear, destroy toy. Well, they never tried Dodger. They may have tried a tiger, but they haven't tried an Australian Shepherd Border Collie mix. I can tell you that. But if I stand up and I go toward her bed and she'll grab her ball, I'll tell her to drop it. She'll drop it. She's always ready to go. That's another lesson Dodger has taught. Always be ready to go. When the moment strikes... Get up, get out, get moving, do something. Don't be scared. If it scares you, it's what you were meant to do. If it scares you, it was what you were meant to do. So I want you to go to bed at night. I want you to think about how and what you accomplished for the day. I want you to visualize the next day. I want the alarm to go off and I want you to be ready to go because you'll be glad the day has come. You know that every day is a great day and you and you alone control your destiny. You and you alone make choices for your life, for your health, for your spirituality, for your family, for your loved ones. You don't control anybody else, but you control you 
And when you're ready to go and you're glad the day has come, you will conquer the day. So thank you so much, Dodger, for reminding us, for reminding me to always be ready to go. This morning on our walk, you know, Dodger is walking and tugging a little bit until she realizes that we're going to just take a casual stroll, but she's sniffing and stopping and wanting to run up somebody's driveway or she sees a cat, she hears another dog. It was raining a little bit this morning, so the drizzle's coming down and, and I see her sitting on her bottom and she looks up at the sky and then the rain hits her in the face and she kind of shakes her face and shakes her body. But you know what? She never stops. She never stops exploring. Each and every day, each and every day, when, whether it's in the house, in her backyard, in her front yard, around the block, on a trail, in a park, at a restaurant, with new friends, she's always, always exploring. Do you still explore? Do you still have that childlike exploration and dreams in your heart? Did you have it? And for some reason you suppressed it. Well, Dodger and I want to challenge you to start exploring today. As a former science teacher, I told students all the time that I'd be science is about discovery. Science is about picking up that rock, walking in the dirt, you know, feeling things, touching things. Be careful with all those things. But the idea is that you can use all five senses. See it, touch it, taste it, feel it. Are you exploring did you forget how to explore? Have you been put into a box because somebody told you that you, that's what you were supposed to do? Well, I tell you, screw the norm. Be different. Think differently. Live differently. Challenge yourself and never, ever stop exploring. Greet people with joy. If you walk up to Dodger and I while we walk, and sometimes we want to stop and talk and have a conversation with neighbors and friends. Sometimes I've got my earbuds in and I'm listening to a podcast or I'm singing some song in my heart. I'm thinking about my next workout or camper connection or, or a life coaching uh, client that has an issue, problem, concern, or success. And I'm, I'm relishing in their success and how far they've come. But every time somebody reaches down, pets Dodger's black and white furry face, she greets them with joy. So that's her challenge for you. Is the next person you see, if you know them, tell them you're happy to see them, stick out your hand and shake their hand, perhaps give them a hug, know them a little bit better, give them a kiss on the cheek. If, you, if it's a stranger, make sure they're not a stranger any longer. Look them in the eye, stick out your hand, and greet them with joy. You're no longer strangers. You have an acquaintance. Maybe that moment will be a lifelong friend. You never know. You never know how a moment is going to change the next moment of your life, the next day, week, month, year, 10 years, or a lifetime. So the next person you meet, Dodger will tell you if she could talk and nonverbal communication is the loudest to greet people with joy. I mentioned earlier that it had been drizzling and raining on this morning's walk and over the last several days, of this particular podcast, episode 310 Life Lessons from my dog Dodger. It's been raining quite a bit in Texas, and I was told a long time ago by an old farmer to never complain about the rain because we just don't get enough of it in these parts. But as we walked, there was a lot of standing water, and there wasn't one puddle, one thing of standing water that Dodger didn't touch, splash, lick, 
roll in, roll in the wet grass this morning. And although I wanted to keep going and we start our day with a 10-minute walk, really short just to get the blood pumping and, and work on our day and get excited about the day and continue to be glad the day has come and never stop exploring. But as I looked at her, and again, she's been talking to me without talking to me for a long time. She said, splash in as many puddles as possible. The next time you see a child in his or her rain boots, in their bare feet, in their dress shoes, look at the joy as they just play and splash in the water. So why don't we do that? So the next time you see a puddle, don't walk around it. Walk right through that bad boy. Get your shoes wet. Get your socks wet. Get your feet wet. What does it feel like? How does it change your toes? Did they get a little wrinkly? Did they get a little cold? Did your body get cold? Did your body get warm because it was hot water? But experience those things. I think we neglect it so much where our faces are on our phone, we're watching our iPads, our, our computer, we're on the phone, we're texting, we're not even paying attention. The so next time you see a puddle of water, pay attention and take a jump right in the middle and see how it changes your day and puts a smile on your face. Dodger says, splash in as many puddles as possible. I've alluded to the fact that at the recording of this podcast, episode three of Think and Be Fit, 10 Life Lessons from my dog and my companion, Dodger, to never complain about the weather. I have never heard her bark, cry, whimper, lay down because it was too hot, too cold, too windy, too wet, too early, too late. Never complain about the weather. Again, if it's rained or raining, she's going to splash in the puddle. If it's cold, she's going to jump around with such excitement and joy in her heart because it isn't 100 plus degrees, which we get over and over and over in Texas in the summertime. So take it from our trusted companion to never complain about the weather. Look, it gives us something to talk about, but we can't change it. We can't control it. So why complain about it? If you can't change it and you can't control it, it's just wasted energy. So be glad the day came. Be ready to go. Don't stop exploring. Greet those new people in the heat, in the cold, in the wet with joy. Splash in those puddles that we were blessed to see and have on our path. And then never, never, never complain about the weather. Sometimes my puppy slows down. Sometimes my puppy speeds up. Sometimes my puppy walks on a straight line. Sometimes she walks crooked. But what she'll tell you is you don't have to go fast in order to enjoy the moment. Several years ago, I really, I mean, for a long, long time, I talked about running more 5Ks, 10Ks with a dream of running a half marathon and then eventually a marathon. But I literally had to give myself permission along the way to walk if I wanted to, if I felt like I needed to. And for some of my friends and faster runners and it, it drives them crazy. But what I learned was that you don't have to go fast in order to enjoy the moment or the movement. If you need to, shut it down for a moment and walk a little bit. Catch your breath. Catch the sights. Catch the sounds. Help somebody. Smile with somebody. Greet somebody. That it's still movement. It's still going. It's still the moment. And it's still memories you'll make. So over the years, as Tanya and I have traveled from coast to coast to do race events, we've often said and still believe 
the training, the movement, the daily movement, the habits, that is the hard part. Creating those habits to get out of bed, to not complain about the weather, to greet the day with joy, that's the hard part. To not stay up late because you know you've got to go and get a 10 mile run in or you have a race on that morning and your neighbor's having a good time and, and, and we're friendly people and they're friendly people who want to hang out. So we know that when we go to our events, that if I want to, if we want to stop and take a picture in front of a beautiful body of water, we're going to. If we want to stop and splash in the puddle, we're going to. And several years ago at the Rock and Roll Marathon in San Antonio, I got to splash in a ton of puddles for 26.2 miles because it rained from start to finish. But when I wanted to stop and see the San Antonio River raging, I could. If I was in New Orleans, or actually when we were in New Orleans, and we saw a crazy guy running the half marathon, or maybe he was running the marathon in a crawdad outfit, we stopped and took a picture. If we ran around that, by the Avenue Pub in New Orleans, there were a bunch of people sitting there with their shot glasses, or their glass of beer, or their Bloody Mary, or their cup of coffee, and they said cheers, or they shouted out something, well, we wanted to stop and take a picture. Because we know that movement doesn't have to be fast to be enjoyable. So thank you again, Dodger, for reopening my heart and opening my eyes, reminding me that you don't have to go fast in order to enjoy the movement or the moment. Slow down and smell the flowers. Think about the last time you walked your dog or saw somebody walking the dog. They're always sniffing and smelling. We used to talk about all the time when I was cycling a lot more. There were three types of cyclists. Those that are pedaling and get off their bike and stop and smell the flowers. Those that go and go, hey, look at the pretty flowers. And those that go, there are flowers? Well, I want to ask you and Dodger wants to tell you to stop and smell the flowers. Take a moment. Take in the beauty Especially, you know, in the spring and in Texas when the blue bonnets and Indian paintbrushes bloom and all of a sudden the sides of the highways or your, your backyard, your front yard, your neighbor's yard, the, where the cattle graze are full of flowers. Stop and smell the flowers, take in the beauty, take in the color and smile at all of the joy and beauty around you. So again, the next time the dog is doing these things, or your dog, or your neighbor's dog, or I'll come and introduce yourself to Dodger and I, and I'll have my hat on. Typically, it'll be backwards. I'll have my white sunglasses on. May or may not have my earbuds in, depending on the particular day. Sometimes I just want to hear nature, so I don't do it. But we're going to stop, especially in our morning walks. We're going to stop and smell the flowers. So make sure when you get up, get out, and get moving, that you too stop and smell the flowers. Sometimes rolling in the grass just feels good. You know that you've seen those puppies rolling on their back and scratching their back and their tummy up in the air looking at the sun. So what is your rolling in the grass? What is it that just makes you feel good? Brings joy and happiness and a smile to your heart. What does rolling in the grass represent to you that just feels good? Is it sitting in silence? Is it reading a book? Is it singing out loud? Is it dancing? Is it painting? Is it playing guitar? Is it playing piano? Is it helping your neighbor? Is it mowing your grass? Is it running? Is it jumping? Is it skipping? Is it high-fiving? What is it 
that is your rolling in the grass and just makes you feel good. Don't worry about anybody else. Who cares what anybody else may think? Because you know what? You're more concerned about what they think. And to be honest with you, most people really don't care. They're more worried about what you think and what their neighbor thinks. Well, screw that. Start rolling the grass. Start doing what makes you feel good and let your life be on fire. So thanks again, Dodger. You have really changed and opened my world. And I hope anybody and everybody who listens to this has this shared with them will start rolling in the grass just because it feels good. I believe you should live for today, remembering the past with an eye on the future. All that being said is because we are human and we have the ability to live for the moment, remember the past with an eye on the future. But what Dodger is going to tell you is the moment she is in is the most important moment. If you take that into the Danish rules, today is the most important day of your life. But the moment you're in right now is one you will never get back. But you'll have that memory to forecast your future, to embrace the crap, to change and channel your future, to grow in it, to prosper, to stop and smell the roses, to roll in the grass, to never complain, to splash in the puddle. So remember, the moment I am in, the moment you are in, is the most important moment. Thank you for joining me, Trainer Dane, and turning positivity into possibility. Please share this episode with three friends. It's on each of us to spread positivity and empowerment and shine our light into the world. Women of the Gen X generation, it's time to live with purpose, passion, grow strong, and age with awesomeness. Remember to tell those you love you love them and never assume they know. Now, go be amazing.